All right. Um, are you ready? Yep. Let's right. do it. I'm going to start the podcast. Not a podcast. Not a Seattle. Ah, welcome back to the podcast. Joey, did you like that little intro? I love the intro. You know what? If you didn't love the intro, I, I got a couple more. Here, let, let's try. I heard some people really wanted like a, an introduction soundtrack or something like that. Let, let me give you another little taste of uh, what I have up my <laughs> sleeve. All right. We were a no one, a podcast, podcast. Now we're a honcho. We're a hero. Here were some kids with our axe down pat. From hero to zero, no time flat. Podcast a hero, just like that. What about that? What, what do you think about that one? Okay, okay, I, I, got, I, I got one more. I got one more. All right, I got one more. I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering podcast. Tell me, princess, now when did you let your holes be holes? A whole new show! <laughs> Alright, well, I feel like our lawyers are going to have quite a um, fun time with those Disney lawsuits there. But we are going to power through and welcome you back. This is our second episode to the Holes Are Holes show podcast i'm your host kevin and i got my co-host here joey that's me and uh joey what is this podcast again what, what do we do we give advice to those poor saps who are a little down on their luck oh, that's that, what we do that's for sure people are in sticky situations they are in life's biggest conundrums asking questions that you know what they don't have the answers to but a bunch of nincompoops like us are going to come and we're going to give you the best advice we can and help you solve those problems. So this is, an, adv this is an advice podcast. Um, it's quite easy. The audience, you guys, uh, email us at show at gmail.com. Uh, we take your questions and we use those questions in this podcast and we answer them the best of our ability. So Joey, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. And as always, we like to keep your name anonymous because we're not huge jerks. Um, and you know what? We're going to mix up the show a little bit later. Um, but right now, we want to get into what's really important, and that's helping you guys. So, Joey, I need a theme for this episode. A theme that we can call... We had a meme theme last week. But a, a theme that we can call our, uh, our questionnaires, uh, you know, some mm. anonymous names. Hide their oh, no. identity. I think, thanks to the uh, the big DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard trade, I'm gonna have an NBA theme today. Ooh, an NBA M theme. NBA player theme. All right. Well, the first question. It's gonna be really awkward if an NBA player asks this question today. <laughs> it, it'll be really awkward. I thought you were gonna say if a girl asks this question because there's no girls in the <laughs> NBA. But I guess it would be even more awkward if an NBA player asks this. <laughs> you, know, you know what this first one it seems like an nba player could write it uh why don't you give us a name i think it doesn't say if it's a boy or a girl um okay so i i'm assuming it might be a boy the way it's written but you you give me a okay i'm gonna say swaggy p swaggy p mr nick young himself writes hi guys i'm in college as an engineer and discovering that i'm awful with numbers i grow so frustrated so fast and my grades are awful 
I love writing. I love reading, and it comes really easy to me. English and writing courses have been a breeze my whole life. I used both of my writing courses requirements with very little effort. My mom hates the idea of a liberal arts degree. She wants to know that I have a job out of college in a field that I could easily live well off of. I can't continue as an engineer. I can barely get through calculus. I'm not meant to work in this field. I only went into it because my dad is a software engineer, and I felt like I should be doing the same thing as him. I've had issues with depression in the past, and I know if I force myself into this career, I'll just hate my life. I have no clue where to go, what field, what major, anything. I'm a year into college, and all I know is I can't do this. What should I do? Hmm. Oof. That's a sticky situation, all right. Well, let me tell you, uh, the uh, moving boys are in. You know why, Joey? We got what? a lot of unpacking to do with this question. Ah! <laughs> well, I think it's a pretty easy solution. What is the solution? Clearly, when it comes to school, mm -hmm. you can't really accomplish anything without following dreams. So, you have to follow your parents' dreams and continue pursuing that engineering career. You have to continue. Because your parents always know what's best, As... and you are going to end up living in a dumpster with a liberal arts degree. <laughs> exactly. You have to listen to your mom, man. You know what? Just uh, continue forging a path that is not your own, that is obviously <laughs> your father's. You will live in his shadow for the rest of his life. And... Uh, uh, I don't know. That's uh, that. That makes perfect sense to me. You know, follow a dream that's not yours. Have you ever considered civil engineering? Maybe you just haven't found the optimal engineering for you. But to be honest, that's the only real engineering out there. Now, now, Joey, I I do know for a fact that both of us studied uh, a little bit of civil engineering in our college. Well, we we did. We graduated with civil engineering uh, diplomas. Um, but did you find any time when you were taking civil engineering that math was hard or numbers were really difficult? No, not really. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Would you recommend somebody who's bad with numbers to do engineering? As long as you're not a five-year-old, you should be able to do it. Oh, maybe this writer is five years old. I, and, I never thought of that. I'm a year into and college. Also, <laughs> He has to remember that there are electives, and there's a, a particular elective you can take called Human Relations, where you'll write lots of essays, mm -hmm. and you get 100 for pretty much everything, so if he needs an ego booster, there are lots of electives out there for him. That is very true. That is very true. Um, you know what else I was thinking? This relates what? to our last podcast. Um, what if he just, you know... Wait, the foot massage thing? Cheats. Oh, yeah. The foot <laughs> massage thing. I was thinking more of the line of cheats his way through school, you know. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that would totally work. You're bad at numbers. You can't be bad at cheating. You can only be bad at one yeah. of those things. Because <laughs> if you think about it, he doesn't really want to be in the course anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So why not take the risk, cheat a little bit, fly by, get your degree easy peasy, or you get expelled, which is a win for you anyways. And your parents can't yeah. tell you to go back to engineering because you're not allowed. That That's exactly what I was thinking. Now, then my other option, this is going to sound a little crazy, Joey, so just bear with me, all right? All right. What if he starts a podcast show? 
you know, one of those advice-giving podcast shows, become super, you know, popular, very um, attractive, attractive to the people, you know, and you don't even yeah. need a degree for that. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, you do. that'd be super easy. And that is definitely more creative. And you have to do a bit of writing, a bit of prep. Well, a lot of prep, right? <laughs> don't get me started on that prep. So maybe that'll be right down his alley. Um, so <laughs> getting back to some um, actual advice, <laughs> um, I think that you should take a year off. Maybe this fellow. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Nick Young, I think you need to swaggy pee, if I if I may be so bold <laughs> to say, uh, take a year off. Uh, the summer league is going to be happening. <laughs> um, just enjoy your time. Don't get drafted immediately. Um, and think about what you really want to do with your life. Maybe it doesn't have to be something that you ex- you're extremely passionate about, but something that you have uh, a decent amount of admiration and um, you would enjoy doing for the rest of your life. What about what do you think, Joe? Yeah, I think taking a year off is a pretty good idea. You could just work and relax, see some friends, just kind of settle in. You could travel a little bit. There are plenty of opportunities to like volunteer in different places, travel for free. And sometimes that's a really good opportunity to find yourself, you know? Like an eat, pray, love. Get to know yourself, you know? Discover oneself. Yeah. Or you could uh, you could do it like we said. Uh, follow your dad's shadow for the rest of your life. And to be honest, that whole foot massage thing, I feel yeah. like that could actually work. If you butter up your profs enough with uh, a little foot lotion. Mm-hmm. I, c- I could see it. I could see it. You know what? I'll give that as a second piece of advice. All right. Mm-hmm. Get the foot massages if you need to. Um, if that helps you pass through university college. <laughs> All right. We help that person. Now to the next question. Joey, I have to say I got um, a variety of questions coming in from this podcast. Um, All right. So the second one, we got some quick answers here. How do I get recycled papers without breaking any rules? So, How do you get recycled papers without breaking any rules oh shoot we needed an anonymous name i don't want to out this person um so who who is this person writing in javel mcgee javel mcgee would try to get some recycled papers without breaking any rules javel mcgee writes where can i get my hands on some newspapers envelopes cardboard anything paper that sort sort of thing without having to break any laws to get them I need a way to smuggle a person through security checkpoint at a concert. I think I can conceal my friend underneath hundreds of pounds of junk. I'm not going to use my trash because I don't want to get garbage juice all over the interior. Could you guys help me out? Thanks. Javel McGee. Wait, so he wants to put his friend in the vehicle, right? Yes. And drive them in? I'm assuming in some sort of wagon um, or big giant bin with wheels. Um, and yeah, he wants... Because I, <laughs> I don't think he's just going to drive a pickup truck with a lot of uh, newspaper <laughs> in the back and smuggle him in a concert. Honestly, that did not take the turn I thought, I thought it would <laughs> when you were talking about recycled paper. <laughs> I know. So, um, Joey, have you ever tried to smuggle your way into a concert or into a venue? Um, I usually just walk in. Mm. I don't really have to smuggle myself. Like, they just see me, and I say, I'm on the list, and they take one look at my face, and they're like, yeah, that's the kind of guy that would be on the list. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> they don't even need to look at the list. They just look at the face, and they're like, A-class celebrity. Right there. <laughs> Baby. 
I will admit that I have smuggled candy into a theater before. Oh. And that is pretty much the same thing, I think. Except that kind of is breaking rules a little bit. But I don't know why this guy wants to smuggle... That much amount of candy. Like, why does he want to collect so much paper without breaking any laws when he's going to break the law to smuggle a guy in the concert? (laughs) You might as well just break the laws straight up if you're going to be... A criminal. No, no, no. But he, doesn't, he doesn't want to be a full criminal. He just wants to smuggle his friend in. He doesn't want to steal the paper. That would be morally wrong. But stealing <laughs> um, his friend into the show, that's not morally wrong. So, let's see. So, like, collecting newspapers from other people's recycling bins that they're already going to throw out. Yeah. He considered that more wrong than... <laughs> smuggling a guy ah, that's alright you know we're, we're gonna solve this problem anyways even though I don't entirely uh, I'm not sure about his methodology but that's okay his thinking is a little skewed here yeah. but um, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt uh, to be honest yeah. this actually reminds me of uh, a fellow friend who smuggled himself and a, another friend of his into a concert um, oh I'll, re- I'll recount this story a little bit um, we'll call this friend DeRozan <laughs> so DeRozan and his friend Lowry, Cal Lowry, obviously, best friends, um, wanted to go into this concert. It was a very large venue. Um, they had no tickets. It was sold out. So they got the bright idea to get their way inside. Um, now, instead of using this sort of uh, recycled paper approach, he kind of disguised himself as a construction worker and his friend as a construction worker. Pretty funny. They didn't have matching hard hats or anything. Um, went Mm -hmm. to the venue gates and told the security that they were there to fix an electrical problem. Interesting. Um, That could work. It was pretty funny because he told me that both of the hard hats that they were wearing had different company names on them, but uh, I guess when Uh you're in security, you don't really care about that sort of thing. Do people wear hard hats for electrical even? I don't know. I feel like it was funny because he said like a transformer blew up, but the whole place was fine. And and he just walks in and apparently he threw his, um, it was like an outside concert. So they threw all their stuff down a porta potty. uh. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, and they got free parking as well because they just drove their truck in. Wow, that is some smart smuggling. But where they could... smuggled both of them? Yeah, you know, and it was just in plain sight. But I don't condone that because you know what this this guy he already said he doesn't want to do anything that's breaking the law. Uh, so where yeah, can we he get? Yeah, take the paper route. Where does he get a oh, paper route? Ha <laughs> ha! So where can we mm. get this much paper, Joey, without breaking any laws? Actually, speaking of paper routes, <laughs> yes. Well, I know around where uh, we are. If there are ever any ravines or, like, channels or hidden ditches, when young young lads or young lasses do paper routes, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, you know, they're kind of lazy bums. You don't expect them to complete more than, like, 50% of the route anyway. Of course. If you go down a bunch of ditches, just keep traveling, you'll probably find that those kids just dump their entire paper route, like full bags of paper in the ditch with all the newspapers. So I say you just travel along the ditches, find all those discarded newspapers from those hooligans, mm-hmm. and then you can use those. And they're already thrown away, so they're free. Oh, yeah, from all the lazy kids, right? 
Yeah, where where I'm around, that is a very common occurrence. Huh. I was also thinking about this. Um, so paper route, that is a very good point. Um, but I was thinking a little step earlier than pa- like when the lazy kids obviously throw them out. Um, yeah, it's not illegal to bully, right? It doesn't no, say anywhere not. in the world. Wor- in the law that you can't bully a child. So I think that you should run up to kids about to do their paper route and bully them into giving you all their papers. Oh, that's such a good idea. So then you don't have to go down into those ravines and, uh, you know, search for those uh, lost papers that they've just thrown down there. Yeah, go right to the source. That is smart. So, um, yeah, if you want to not do anything illegal, bullying is a good option, or like you said, Joey's option is very good as well. Um, what would we call that? Spelunking of some sorts? Yeah, it's like uh, urban spelunking. Urban spelunking. I like that. That was an easy question, I, you see? I have I have a third option, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you have ever taken... I don't know how educated this guy is, or if he's been in college or university, but... My advice would be take an architectural technology course. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And you can probably complete that course like 100, 150 times in the course of a weekend because it's such an easy course. Oh, super easy. Just collect all of the diplomas from architectural (laughs) technology courses. Actually, all their textbooks too. (laughs) Yeah, their textbooks. Use their, their code book is like 600 pages. That's pretty good. You can definitely get a lot of paper that way. Yeah, because with that architectural diploma, not only could you hide your friend under the garbage, but you could wipe your ass with it too. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. You know what? That one's the best one. (laughs) Follow that one. Go into architectural (laughs) technology and uh, (laughs) earn yourself one of those diplomas. All right. (laughs) On to the third question. Uh, This one is a good one. I really like this one as um, I have some really good advice for it. So, we need a name. I think this is mm-hmm. um, a guy. So, yeah. I'm going to say... Lance makes a dance. The Lance Stevenson? All right. The one, the only. The Lance Stevenson writes, Friends Dating Sisters. I need some advice on how to make my sister realize that it's not okay for her to date my now ex-friend. About halfway through my freshman year, I noticed a boy sitting by himself at lunch. So I decided to go sit with him, so he wasn't all alone. I decided that he was pretty cool, so we became friends. We hung out at each other's houses. One time, he asked if he could stay overnight. I said, why not? I put on a movie and basically went to bed on the couch around 12.30. My sister stayed up with him and talked until 5.30. At this point, I didn't think much of it. My sister was a senior. She didn't need help. Oh, it says, never mind. It says, my sister was a senior. She needed help in math, and my friend was taking the same level math course as her. So, she asked him to tutor her. So it says, after a couple of tutor sessions after school, some of the other, my other friends asked me, do you know that your sister is going out with... Oh, we need another name. With, 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 with... Uh... Okay, so the original poster is Lance Stevenson. So Lance Stevenson the, is, and his, his sister is going out with this guy. The, the sister can be Dikembe Mutombo. Okay. And this guy is Larry Bird. Oh, Larry Bird. So, so Lance, did you know that your sister is going out with Larry Bird? <laughs> a red flag started popping up. It's not a good feeling when your friends ask you, 
that and you have to say yeah i know as this develops my parents find out and then arguments ensue between them often ending in tears and a feeling of anger throughout the remainder of the day after months of this she can't get into her head that nobody but her and her boyfriend are okay with this as of today my parents are giving up on the issue and letting her make her own choice now that she's 18 that way any problems she runs to are completely hers and she has to deal with them she was the baby of the family she never had to do anything for herself and so she's not very mature in my opinion she's never really had the chance she's supposed to be someone i look up to not look down on thanks for reading my story and i've oh, i've had this bottle up for about a year and a half and i just don't know what else to do please help me man oh man that is a firecracker that's a Ooh. tough one so uh dating a friend's sister uh a sister so a friend is dating um this guy's sister Whew, that's uh that's a tough one joey have you ever experienced this yeah of course i have my uh one of my very good friends he's my friend since the beginning of high school my sister started dating him and i knew that he was a super nice guy so i was very supportive of it i think it entirely depends on who this guy is well that's right we know he's larry bird but but larry, oh, larry bird is pretty uh, uh, larry bird is like behind closed doors is he a jerk is he a slime bag does he hold the door for you does he eat your spaghetti yeah no. it's definitely the spaghetti thing you gotta watch out for um yeah so uh that's pretty interesting joey so did you find did was this friend very respectful did they ask you beforehand about your sister or yeah, well, he asked, maybe that's part of it. He asked me permission first before asking her out. Ah. So that was a pretty, it was a gentlemanly move on his part. And that's but what I should like be done. In this situation, they kind of just did it all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, you want to know my advice? I, I, got, I got some some very good advice here. What's that? My advice is um, how can, what should he do? Well, easy. You seduce, being a, a man yourself, Lance Stevenson, seduce um, Larry Bird there. Get him a little gay. And then he's oh, not Larry dating your sister anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it doesn't say anywhere here in the email that. But if you seduce this boyfriend, then <laughs> potentially he's not dating your sister anymore. Ah, interesting. That was a good point. Do you uh, do you see any easy uh, fixes like uh, my solution there, Joe? Well, yours is probably the easiest solution, but I'm just thinking: how strong are your sister's kneecaps? <laughs> oh my god! Just curious. Let's. Uh... I feel like this this guy would be much more attracted to somebody with kneecaps if he had <laughs> to choose between somebody with them and somebody without them. So you're saying remove said kneecaps from said sister? Gently. Gently. I don't want anybody <laughs> getting hurt, especially, especially because of uh, advice you may have gotten here. I would just like to say a disclaimer. We are not responsible for any of the followings of our advice that you decide to pursue in your real life. At the end, um, we're just providing suggestions, and you go through the actions, and you have to live with those consequences, not us. Right, Joey? Sure. All right. I'm going to give some actual advice here, because I, I find this one, um, I have two sisters of my own. I find this 
very important that we do get um, some good advice here so that people understand what is the procedure you take when trying to date a friend's sister. So um, I'm going to call this Kevin's Gentleman Guide to Dating a Friend's Sister. <laughs> so um, the first thing that I think, I think you're completely right, Joey. I think the first step should have been if this friend was really a truly good friend, he would ask permission from the friend if he could date the sister or talk about it at least. Yeah. Um, but I would say that is not step one. Um, step one, you obviously have feelings for this person. Um, but I think it's important that you not pursue them uh, unless you ask for permission or um, unless the sister makes the first move. So Ooh, that's first, a good point. I don't think, to be completely honest as a gentleman, I wouldn't say that friends should pursue another friend's uh, sister unless the sister is... Uh, completely uh, mutual in the same feelings. If she makes the first step, then you're kind of... Uh, you you're know that the, Exactly. Well, you know, like, uh, you both have this feeling for each other, but it doesn't make it awkward if you try to ask her out and she says no, and then your friend is like, you are a dick. She didn't want you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I think that's the first step. The second step would be obviously talking down, sitting with this friend, and discussing your friendship but also discussing these feelings that you have. And I would even suggest sitting down with this, uh, this sister as well and having a kind of a group conversation about this. That's a very good idea because, you know, if you try to pursue that and it's not the perfect scenario, you could end up losing a very good friend. And sometimes that's just as important as a, a relationship, if not more. And I would say the last step would be you have to treat this girl with the most utter respect that you can. You drop every inch of respect that you have in those little vile veins of yours, you mm -hmm. weak little man, uh, into that relationship as it is your friend's sister and you need to respect that person uh, the most as you respect your friend's friendship. Um, but you also have to kind of put her above that as well because, um, yeah, I think it, it's important. This is somebody's, uh, like, you can see them much closer as somebody's daughter, as somebody's sister. Um, so I think that's really important as well, that you have to respect them to the moon and back. And at that point, you're going to be pretty much part of the family if you're already that close with a sister and with a friend. That's right. And nothing can go wrong. If you break up, you are respectful. You don't have any... Um, you know, grudges against them, and you're able to break up in a, a friendly, w not in a friendly way, breakups are hard, obviously, but you're able to say, hey, you know, we, ha we I grew from this as a person, I still want to be friends with my friend, and I think you're a great person, but I think we should go separate ways. And so that's a good yep. thing. Yep. Uh, you know what, I, I really, I'd really advise a lot of people to take this advice. I did have a friend who tried to date one of my sisters. He did not take this gentleman's approach. And uh, I see this friend in a different light. It's kind of ruined our friendship a little bit. Um, the funny thing is, my sister said emphatically no to him when she when he asked her out, which is kind of good because he's a little bit of a scumbag to women. Um, yeah. So it kind of turned out I for the better for us. I feel like I might know who you're talking about. Oh, you do. Well, we'll keep that person anonymous. We'll call him Patrick yeah. Beverly. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's a little bit of a rascal. Or Lou Williams. Or Lou Williams. He's still a friend, but um, but yeah. Do you have anything else to say on this matter, Joey? Or um, another small piece of advice I can give you 
if your friend is uh, having second thoughts about it, try giving them a foot massage, you know? <laughs> Maybe yeah, you can the... buy them with a little pedial rub down. Everybody loves foot massages. They'll get them nice and relaxed, get them in a good mood, and he'll be like, oh, this is so nice. If you do this for me once a week, I'll let you date my sister. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's considered cheating. No, not at all. Especially if you're both guys. Oh, that's right. Oh, so we're taking mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, woo the, the man. Well, let let right. Stevenson give uh, Dikembe Mutombo a foot massage. That's fine. Okay. Nothing weird about that. We got a couple more questions left, but Joey, I'd just like to take this segment to do a little icebreaker. So, do, would you mind? Sure, go for it. Quick quick little icebreaker. So, as you know, the audience, my name is Kevin. Joe is my co-host. You guys might not know a lot about us. We're not famous. We're not um, celebrities by any means. So, um, I came up with uh, a little segment of the show I like to call Seven Minutes in Kevin. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. If you don't like that name, I have another one. Um, we could also call it Say It Ain't Joe. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Okay, so this segment will be called Say It Ain't Joe. This is where you get to know your hosts, Kevin and Joe. We're going to ask some, I'm going to ask some simple icebreaker questions just to get to know us a little bit. So the first question for you, Joe. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Stephen Hawking. He's the <laughs> smartest man on the planet, hands down. I would love I... to um, I don't know if, uh, I'll go with asparagus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Makes uh... your pee smell really bad. Asparagus. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> um, what is your favorite color and how does that color make you feel? Uh, my favorite color is blue mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like I have to pee. It makes you feel like you have to pee. Why does it make you feel like you have to pee? Because it's watercolor. Oh, you look at that I blue see. ocean, that blue creek, it just makes you want to let it go. And there's no better feeling in the world than having a full bladder and just letting loose. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, my favorite color, you know what, I'd have to say it's an emerald. Um, and how does that make me feel? It makes me feel like I have to earn eight badges, potentially beat the Battle Towers, and <laughs> catch Rayquaza. Uh, but yeah. All right, last question in our icebreakers before we get back to some more advice. So, if you were in a six-season, fanatically award-winning, amazing show where characters are lost in an island, what character would you be? Hmm. I think... I would be, even though I'm not very familiar with the show. Oh, you can pick whatever characters you want to be. I feel like there's a character that's a little portly and uh, has a little bit of head fluff, pretty scruffy guy, and he has the nicest, most satisfying jump into the ocean. I would be that guy. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'd be Um, the cannonballier. I, I would be the kind of you see I'm I'm a little bit different like that I'd be the you know what I, I like to speak a lot but I think you know when you're trapped in an island with a smoke monster polar bears and um you know a strange cast of uh, characters I'd like to be somebody who just sits on the beach 
and gives a thumbs up to the camera before Lost <laughs> is written all over the title. <laughs> all right, so that's uh, that's a little bit of Say It Ain't Joe. Uh, we're going to return back to this uh, little segment in other episodes, and hopefully you'll get to know us a little bit more. I, I think I like Seven Minutes and Kevin better, actually. Seven Minutes like. and it's Kevin. It's too classy. Yeah, I think we'll stay with Say It Ain't Joe. All right, okay, next question. I need another man's name from the NBA, even though they're all men. I think I'm going to go with Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich writes, My sister keeps telling her best friends, I jerk off to pictures of them. All right, it says, I, 16-year-old Greg Popovich, don't understand why my sister, 17-year-old, does this it's kind of annoying now sometimes her friends want to hang out with them with me and then my sister starts saying jokes like that i've told her to fuck off with those jokes but she doesn't one of her friends went to the beach with us and posted a picture of them of me and her together standing normally with one arm around the other as a post as a person poses and she says that i look at that picture and jerk off to it why would she even make that stuff up? Like, it, it isn't even close to being true. What should I do? Hmm. Oh, Let's man. See, that is a really spicy situation. Yes. Do you have any uh, input on this one, Kevin? <laughs> um, so, his sister is lying to this girl. I think he should own up to it. Yeah, I think he should make himself a villain of it. Yeah, like a Doctor Evil, Doctor Strange meets Doctor Doom. Little. Doctor Little, too. Um, yeah. I don't know. Whatever is his word against her word. Is he ever going to win? His sister is friends with these people. Yeah, that's uh, true. And she's older. You always listen to the older one. That that it's uh, yeah, she is older by 1 year. Um I guess they're around the same age group. I would say stop hanging out with her friends. I think that would probably be the best approach. Uh if you hang around those friends, you're just going to look like a weird little vile man and um those friends are just going to think of you as this creep that uh, jerks off to them. So uh, you could either own it up or uh, hang out with some new friends. What do you think, Joe? I would say the complete opposite. I say you should not jerk off. Or uh, I don't think he's saying he does jerk off. Oh, yeah, that's true. But he doesn't have to own up to it, and he doesn't have to say sayonara. Because he's just going to sleep with all of her friends. Every last one. And then if his sister tries to say that, they'll be like, yeah, probably. I don't blame him. Hmm. After wow. everything they've been through. I see. So take it a step further before the sister can take it. All right. So yeah, Joey's, you have to be a sly guy. So you have to pursue these women like they're hot tamales or um, those pizza pockets just out of the microwave. You got to go fast. Uh, but if you can't do that, and um, you're like me, you're very uh, socially awkward around girls, cannot speak with them, you have to have something in the back pocket unless you go to, to court. You know, if they take you to court. Um, but yeah, I would run from these women like the Black Plague. Uh, 
Um, that would be my approach. Um, Joey's approach, go in a little hot, you know? Um, Icarus to the sun, kind of hot. You might <laughs> get really burned. <laughs> yeah, you might get burned, but uh, it's worth it at the end. Um, yeah, I, I think you should be a fugitive of yourself. If you've ever seen um, the Bourne movies, make yourself scarce like a Jason Bourne. Uh, do not do not get caught around these women. Just uh, try to run away from them. Uh, and don't pull off anything like Jason Bourne, where like you hide in their house and say, and then give them a phone call and be like, "Actually, I'm at your place," because uh, that could warrant some jail time too. Or that could work really well for my plan, one way or the other. Ah, uh, that's true too. Um, anything else you want to add on this one, Joey? Before we head into our last question. Um, not much besides that the sister i'm gonna call her lebron james is a bit of a scumbag yeah she's a very scumbag leaving to the lakers am i right yep all right last question i think we're gonna call this person i'll i'll give it a name Kyrie irving asks xbox 360 game has been downloading for 18 hours is only at 30 percent I have been downloading it on rest mode, and it's only 5.75 gigs, and I can't plug it into my modem. Any tips? Hmm, so you can't use Ethernet. I say, bring your Xbox down to the local cafe, and uh, maybe an internet cafe, if you're in a big city, pretty easy to find. Their internet is beautiful. Just hog that bad boy, and uh, you'll probably have your game downloaded in five minutes. Okay, um, oh, that's that's actually a pretty not bad idea. And you know what? Um, I always hear that Xboxes work faster if they're heated up a little bit. So while you're at that ca cafe, uh, why don't you get yourself a mochaccino or uh, a latte and uh, <laughs> pour it all over the circuit board while you're at it. Oh, that's a very good idea. Especially with all that caffeine, you're going to give the circuit board all that extra energy. A little extra kick. processing power. Yeah, and then she should be able to run for another um, 69 days. Am I right, Joe? That is right. Um, so that has been our podcast session um, for episode two. We'd like to thank you guys for watching, uh, for listening. Remember, you can get us on SoundCloud, Spreaker, and YouTube. Um, but I'd like to end, we'd like to end every episode on a little segment I like to call Kevin's Curiosity, where I ask one question and we give one answer. It's a very easy one. Joey, people like to, uh, do the dirty with a little bit of music in the background. Mm -hmm. What type of music or, uh, song would you say would be the best to, uh, do the, uh, funky time with, uh, a significant other? What would you, what song would you suggest? Probably Dust in the Wind. It's a classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a very good classic. All right, and um, I would say there's nothing more patriotic than playing the Canadian National Anthem <laughs> to the background as you raise your flagpole and salute <laughs> to your country. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys again for listening to us. Uh, this has been our podcast, and we'll catch you around next time. Bye! See ya.